This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, man, Harvey. Lucky son of a gun, I know. Oh, if he's running second, somebody's going to run out of gas. The Dale Jr. download starts now. Great day, buddy. I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to win us one. I've tried every strategy I know how. Well, back for a fourth. You drove a great race. Yeah, don't nobody beat themselves up. We got one left. Go to the next one and keep trying because we're doing really, really good. Real proud of y'all. Awesome. Awesome work. Good car all weekend. One of the best cars I've had here in lots of years. With Mike Davis and Dustin Lee, I'm Taylor Zarzer. First and foremost, I want to thank my grandfather and father. Uh, thinking a lot about them. Um, miss my grandfather. Thankful for my dad. Both served this country. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. Mike, I'm sure you've got family too. A lot of family that are veterans and uh, we're veterans. And you know what? We've got a lot of friends and a lot of listeners of this podcast yes, that are do. veterans. And so thank you guys. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of friends, a lot of people on Twitter that uh, that tweet us. So um, we've got such an immense respect for our military, everybody in it. And uh, so thank you guys. Absolutely. Well, you hear it from Dale Earnhardt Jr. there, and uh, we've been saying this all year about how badly this team wants to win. They're doing everything they can to win. And uh, I know there's a tremendous amount of frustration because of the fact that they're not winning it. And you have said it, Mike, maybe best, which is the closer you get, the worse it feels. I'm glad we didn't finish second yesterday. Yeah. I almost would have preferred fourth over second because I might have gone to jail that night. It just You'd hurts. have seen me in the police blotter. It, it hurts worse when yeah. you finish second. And and you're right, it does. Have five of them this year, so many top fives for uh, for this 88 team. But um, I think Dale Jr.'s right. I think, in, uh, listen, after the next race, if you want to really beat yourself up about it, do it. But I think that's the attitude you have to have. Um, and I was impressed that he said that right away, which is, hey, man, we got one more shot at this, and we were right there. Well, the other thing is I'm really impressed by the chase that uh, Dale Jr. and the 88 team have, have put on. This has been an incredible chase for them. Let's just remove Jimmy Johnson, the fact that he's in, a, in, a, in his own hemisphere right now yeah. and allows no mulligans for anybody else. That's, yeah. that's, uh, we can talk about that in a bit. But, f- frankly, this is Dale Jr.'s best chase. His average finish is 8.9. And you want to know something? I was wondering how that compared to 2004 because when we think about Junior's most successful seasons and the mm-hmm. ones where he was most clo- uh, the closest to win a championship, it was 2004. Guess what his average finish in the chase was in 2004? And he had two wins, by the way, 11.9. He's three positions better uh, averaging this year in the chase than he was the year that he was actually leaving the points yep. in the chase and in in, in profanity in, the, in victory lane is what took hmm. him out, of the, ch- out of the chase. That's interesting that you said that because um – I've got uh, some audio that, that uh, Junebug did not eat that, <laughs> that we're going to play coming up, and it starts with him talking about that very thing. coming. Yeah, that was Junebug did not eat that part yeah, of yeah, the recording, so, so uh, we'll have that uh, coming up. But, yes, yeah, you, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. I mean, 2004 was the, the year that Dale Jr. was closest to a championship. He was leading the points. He, you know, he won two races. We're doing better average finish this yeah. year. So. Well, let's talk about this race specifically, and then we'll uh, talk about the yep. big picture some more. Um, and this is where we thought, oh, boy, well, we can maybe watch football. <laughs> after uh, Dale Jr. was in fifth place after lap 60, he reported a loose wheel, and the 88 team made a green flag pit stop, and uh, it put Jr. a lap down. Listen to this. There you go, bud. Good corner there. Great entry into one there. No pressure. I got a loose wheel. 10-4, bud. 10-4. We're ready. Whenever you got to come. Anybody in there? Yes, please. I'm coming. Here it comes. 
10-4, pit this time. Two tires, guys, right side. Come on down here, you're five, four, three, two, one, right sides, guys. All clear, all clear, all clear, all clear. Sweet better. Yeah, great decision, bud. You saved the studs and all that. It was definitely loose. We got a long race, long race here. Getting our rhythm, running around. We'll work a little strategy here. Well, and again, I said at the, you know, at the time, and Mike, I'm sure you thought this too, like, oh, man. I mean, like, it had a, car, a competitive car, a car that could, could maybe have a shot to, to win this thing, got a loose wheel, you're in 35th place, you got a bunch of cars that are one lap down you, that you have to pass. Are they ever going to get in a position where they're going to have a shot? And um, a lot of things had to happen in order for, for them to get back into that position, and the good news is it did. But it was kind of wind out of your sails at the moment, wasn't it? It changed a lot. Latart told me last night it changed a lot of their strategy. However, it was so early in the race that yeah. I really didn't panic about it. I thought that they had a good enough car. In fact, in that, that caution uh, right before that or when, uh, on lap 49, he said, we got something real good in three and four, and that's where you want to be good if coming out of turn four – Junior's saying they got something real good coming out of three and four. I'm feeling good about the race car. Yeah. He'd gone from 11th to 5th with, with, you know, pretty easily. Well, you already heard what he said at the end of the race. It's, this, I can't remember having a car this good at Phoenix in a long time. Right. You know? So, I mean, it, that certainly was the case. I just didn't know with the strategy that you were going to have to do, being on a different pit run. Um, also, in the same respect, you know, having so many cars to pass. But you're right, and, and, how, and kudos to Dale Jr. for making that quick decision right there because he did. He saved the studs. And if he if he tries to ride that out another lap or two, maybe maybe they don't get in that position. We're not nearly as happy today yep. if that happens. Yep. And he barely missed a big wreck um, uh, on lap one forty four. <laughs> He's in twenty seventh place at the time. Uh, the team elected not to pit during the fifth and sixth cautions, and because of that, they picked up nineteen spots. Listen. clear. Big wreck in your mirror. I didn't see it, Dale. Did you lock him up or anything? And you get rolled by it, okay? I went way high and had no trouble. Got a little bit of brake dust on my tires, whatever that is, piled up out there on the racetrack. Therefore, keep working them off to make sure they're all stay aired up because our plan will be to stay out, get as many as we can get when they pit. Just keep saving gas here, bud. These long yellows have changed the strategy a little bit. We're a couple more long ones, and we'll be in a one stop race. You know, my job, Mike, in, in what I do requires me to see the communication that a head coach has with a player, um, teammates have with each other. It also, because of my work for PRN, requires me to hear other crew chiefs, spotters, and drivers communicate with each other. And, and I want everyone that's listening to know this. The communication that I listen to right there and that we always listen to, that Steve Letard and Dale Jr. and TJ Majors have, is as strong as there is. It really is. I mean, talk about one heartbeat. These guys clearly are. And, and I know winning races is all these guys want. It's all the fans want. Because of the communication you heard just right there, they pick up 19 spots on the racetrack. Well, they stayed out. Uh, they, they knew that the strategy had changed. Uh, when I was talking to Letard last night, he said, yeah, the loose wheel completely changed our strategy. And now you're doing stuff to – to, to gain track position when otherwise you would probably pit for two tires here and there. Now they're staying out. They stayed out in the fifth and sixth cautions. They, they got a lap back a little a little bit sooner than that um, and uh, got the lucky dog. And then on the fifth and sixth cautions, they stayed out and restarted eighth. And, and essentially, Dale Jr. was back pretty much where he left off uh, yeah, when the loose wheel That's happened. exactly right. I mean, at that point, you're like, all right, 
They were on different strategies, but uh, you know what? A lot of cars were. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this was a multiple strategy race, was, and Latart said it was one of the funnest to call. He goes, if you like strategy, and he didn't know if that came across on TV or whatever, but there were so many different strategies, and it's and he loved it. I did. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I did. I thought that's what made the race exciting. I mean, with all due respect to Jimmy Johnson, you're too damn good, yeah. you know, for the sport. Honestly, too damn good for the sport. So there's no drama, right. you know, with who's going to win a championship. So you got to find drama someplace else, and that was the drama yesterday yeah. is okay Harvick's pit when when did he pit and when did Carl Edwards pit and Jimmy pitted win, and then Junior pit I mean like yeah you're trying to figure out these guys are pitting 20 laps different from each other so yeah. that was pretty cool yeah. and then because of that Dale Jr. inherited the lead when Harvick pitted at lap 268 when he ran out of gas pitting at lap Actually, 268. let me tell you something about that though see I thought he ran out of gas as well Latart said he did not run out of okay. gas he goes and because he was listening to the 29s radio chatter and he goes they not never once said they ran out of gas that was when they were coming to pit i think tv and twitter both reported him out of gas well that's where i got yeah and and i said but stevie they were passing him on the track he goes because he had to slow down to get onto pit road and i said okay so he goes they did not run out of gas he goes they had a nine second lead on us he goes they were so far ahead of us that he didn't run out of gas he made his pit stop because i was wondering Uh if he ran out of gas and we took the lead how did he come out four spots ahead of us when it all cycled through? And he goes, because he didn't run out of gas. Okay. All right. So there you go. All right. Well, he, anyway. uh, he makes his final stop. Here's uh, Dale Jr. on lap 271. There you go, Stevie. You're going to lead this next lap, you know. Good for you. I want to run a few more here. Just a few more. We're doing good. Run it out. Run it out. Coming to you. Yes, this time. This time. Two tires on the jack. Two tires on the jack. Covey going. Caleb's nod. Three, two. One, we don't need every drop, Caleb, just most of the can. Ten gallons, Caleb, is what we need. So when you start to feel it, that's where we're going to go. On the jack, Dale, on the jack. Go, 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 go. All clear, all clear, all clear. Great work, guys. Left to go. 38, 38. Lot of racing left. You got better tires than the guys in front of you. Go get them. You're three tenths faster than the guys in front of you. We're in good shape. We can make it on fuel. We got the best tires. This should be fun. That's just badass listening to that, isn't it? It is. And a shout-out to Caleb Hurd because when you hear – when you've got so much pressure, in, you've got to get the right amount of gas in the gas can – in the gas tank. And the, in, in, the, in the information that you were given while you're actually gassing the car is just most of it, not all of it, most of it. Like, I want a number, man. I need to know – I need yeah. something a little bit more concrete uh, because there's a lot riding on this. Yeah, there is. But but, it's just, again, it's just cool to listen to, and it – I don't know whose decision it was ultimately years ago to uh, to allow the fans to hear all that. You know, you don't get to hear offensive coordinators, you know, calling plays and yelling at quarterbacks. You know, that's uh, just – it really is cool to, to hear that stuff there. Okay, let's hear uh, Dale Jr. after the race. Uh, so he finishes fourth there in Pahonix, as we like to say. <laughs> let's hear what he had to say. We had a fast car, too, passing people. So another good pitch for us. One of the best cars we've had here in a long time. I agree, yeah, good car. Uh, we knew it in practice. The car had good speed. Uh, we've been fast. Uh, the last you know, since the chase started, we've been quick. One of the best cars every week. So hopefully, if we don't get this race, if we don't win the damn homestead, hopefully we we'll still got that speed when we show up in Daytona. Do you think you're without? It'd be good if we could go ahead and you know, get one, but we got to wait. Hopefully, we ain't lost nothing when the next season starts. You've been on, you've been on fire. What is what is the turnaround for your team this year? I got to give credit to the team. You know, just the guys. They're working hard. They're doing really good work. Just because we're in the title hunt, they're not, you know, they're not laying down. They're working as hard as anybody. Steve's doing a good job. Yeah, there's no question about that. And uh, again, they're fifth in the point standings. They do have a shot to pass Kyle Busch. 
and uh, and finished fourth. And I I mean I really believe that if qualifying and practice go the way that they that there's a really good chance that they will go. If the momentum that this team has had in the last eight weeks, Mike continues in Homestead. I mean, I, I, I'm not predicting anything. I know people get mad when you do all that kind of stuff. But let's just be objective about it. Let's just be honest. Going to Homestead, D- Jimmy Johnson is probably going to play it safe, you would think, you know, down there. Who has a better chance to win than these guys? Honestly. Every, every week they've been, come to the racetrack, they have been one of the fastest cars. They've not been the fastest um, uh, through, the, through the race, through the entire race, but they've been one of the fastest. And I don't have any reason why I would think that that wouldn't be the case coming up this weekend at Homestead. They tested there, yeah. and they, they came back from the test feeling pretty good. So I, I'm, I'm optimistic about this weekend. Junior Nation, there's only one snack food that has to be on the table during races. It's Dale Jr. Potato Chips. Go to DaleJrFoods.com. That's DaleJrFoods.com to order your bags today or find out where you can buy them. You can get it all at DaleJrFoods.com. Let's go off the grid. Off the grid. Okay, so earlier in the show, Mike, you were talking about 2004. What a great season that was. Um, for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and a lot of us compare the each season to kind of that one because of the success that they had that year. Well, it's interesting you say that because that's exactly what I asked Dale Jr. on his bus before the Texas race. So some of what you're going to hear is Steve Letarte talking about how there's three late races left, and you you'll hear some of that from Dale Jr. But the bigger point is how much Dale Jr. thinks of um, the success they're having now compared to then. Steve Letarte talking about if he could have any race back. I bet you know what the answer to that is. Yep. And then at the very end, what T.J. Major says about the maturity of the driver is very interesting as well. You will not hear my question because uh, Junebug ate the question. Um, I got rattled and hit the wrong button on the recorder. So, so just to be clear, you're still using that excuse I for am. two weeks Ab- in a row. No, I'll use it for gotcha. the rest of my career. Gotcha. But we did – pick up Dale Jr.'s answer when he talked about what happened in 2004. And to clarify, guys, like, like you said, if they say that there's three races to go, that's because this interview took place right before the Texas race last week. That's true. So there Saturday you go. night before the Texas race, here's Dale Jr., Steve Letarte, and T.J. Majors. I think I said a curse word at Talladega <laughs> and just cost myself a lot of points, not really realizing the weight of the situation and the weight of the, you know, the weight of the opportunity. I didn't understand, you know, just really kind of let, let things sort of get out of control and get away from me. And I think I learned a lot, but then, you know, that didn't, that hadn't paid off, you know, knowing all that information and yeah. knowing, knowing I needed to take it more seriously or what have you didn't hasn't paid off but over these last several years we've had uh we've had the performance i think i've had the performance uh in the last few years uh that the kind of performance you need to win titles and championships and especially this year we've really put put some good races together and a couple things go differently we might be in the middle of it but um we're definitely right there on the Right, right around the corner from it, I feel like. You feel that that way, Stevie? Yeah, about if I could have year. one race back all this year, it would be Chicago. I think um, as much yeah. as I would love to have all those wins and like to have all the trophies, I really think that if we could go back and look at Chicago, and I look at the points and the points we gave up Chicago and where we sit now, um, 
you know, we wouldn't be up there with the front two, but we'd be sitting where Jeff is or right around there, maybe just a little bit in front of Jeff. And I agree with Dale. In 2007, I don't think I was mature enough to realize the opportunity I had to win a championship with Jeff Gordon. We led the points with five to go and lost to uh, Jimmy, who won four of the last five races. He kind of – we I don't think we really lost it to us. He basically won it. He went out and took it. Yeah. Um, but I really wish I could do that year again, and, and I went into that year thinking this was going to happen a lot, and I, I didn't realize. I was too young to realize how competitive this sport was, and those situations didn't come all the time. And I really think this year we, we have that opportunity still to, to go get some wins, but if we could have Chicago back, we could be sitting here – probably not as relaxed which would be great a little bit more pressure with three to go we'd have a good shot at tj you see it from the roof i mean these guys have as much speed as anybody right right now yeah uh i mean we've had a lot of shots to win races this year we ran really good and and uh we went to some places you know where we struggled at and ran good i mean we had a had a good phoenix in the spring a decent phoenix went to sonoma places we don't really you know expect to run good but you know we should and we did run good and i've watched i've watched the uh you know, not not really been involved in everything, but I've watched the team grow, and I've watched uh, you know Junior get more confidence in Stevie, and 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 learn and and uh, grow up quite a bit in the last two three years as well. And um, it's uh, definitely a championship contending team, I think. Well, a lot of experience in that room, a lot of experience in that interview of people that you know uh, you, you learn uh, from the past. That 2004 season. That was my first with Dale Jr., and so that one, I can tell you, every race, almost every lap of that season, we won the Daytona 500, and you know, right out of the box. Uh, you know, we won Atlanta, and then we went through this dry spell in the mm-hmm. summer, and uh, but then there we were, right there, contending for a championship, and that one still just stings a little bit. When I, he, I, when he, he said there at the beginning when he when he cussed in, in Talladega. Did you guys know that something was going to happen beca- uh, because of that right away? Like, as soon as you left the track, you're like, uh-oh. No, or? It, it was um, – here's the story on that. When he said that in victory lane, none of us thought it was a big deal. When we got into the van to go to the press box to do our post-race, uh, you know, winner's press yeah. conference, we um, had heard from David Poole, who I loved, and but, but he certainly liked to stir the box. He was making a big deal about this, uh, the fact that he used profanity in, in this victory lane uh, celebration. And David was not going to let it go. And that's when we knew that, okay, so this thing is not just going to go brush by. We, we know this is probably going to come back and bite. We didn't know to what extent. I certainly didn't think they were going to take points away. I mean, because this was, you know, anybody that wants to tell, to tell me that NASCAR conspires to help Dale Jr. <laughs> they took points can, away from Cus. Can kiss my butt because, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Of that. They took him out of the lead of the yeah. points yeah. with, what, five races to yeah. go. You, you know, your most popular driver is about to win a championship, mm-hmm. and they took him out because he said a word. It truly Don't is. Don't ever talk to me about conspiracies. It's the best response to that ever, really. All right, it's time for Reaction Theater. Let's see what you think. Here we go. Hello, Dale Jr. Very good race today. You finished fourth. Freaking Kevin Harvick. Luckiest in the world, huh? But I'll tell you something. I have a question for you, Dale. Why you not wrecked Jimmy Johnson? In Russia, we don't have teammates. We have targets. <laughs> and once again, go Dale Jr. Let me say a great job by the Duke crew. They screwed us early, but they pulled it through later on. Got us the P4. I'd also like to say a little something to the so-called members of Dale Jr. Nation. Junior Nation. 
you can't be a member of Junior Nation. And then as soon as a, a, comp, a competitor, anybody, anybody who's not Yale Junior wins, you like to congratulate them on Twitter as soon as the checkered flag flies. Sorry, Junior Nation is a one-driver nation. Guess what? I think Bobby Labonte Nation is looking for people. You want to be like that? Go follow him. Let me get a Dale, yeah. Hampton Guard 88, West Coast Gal 88. Follow him if you want the truth later on. Here it is, short and sweet. F you, Chicago land. Suck and I hate you. Go, Junior. Dale, yeah, we might get fourth in this point thing. I want to quote our good friend at NASCAR Chasm on Twitter today just to shut up everybody. Junior with loose wheel because Rick Hendrick gives Jimmy all the good nuts. So if everybody's bitching him on about that one pit stop, please shut the f*** up and pardon my language. Uh, great top five today once again. Good win, Miami. Peace. After the race today, Junior mentioned how lucky Harvick is, which got me to thinking. I know that all these NASCAR guys are good friends, but given where Harvick said that Jimmy kept his lucky horseshoe, I'm really not comfortable with the fact that Harvick is obviously wearing it now. Mike Davis, you want to shut down Junior Motorsports 360? Now we get a loose wheel. I'm going after your job, buddy. Vote for me next year. I want to take your seat. Well, at least Jimmy didn't win again this week. Really disappointed that we had a loose wheel, but he made an awesome recovery. Dale drove an awesome race, and we got to discuss another top five. For God's sakes, next year, could we please race the entire year for a championship instead of racing 26 races just to get in the stupid cape? I'm really proud of the team. I love them to death, but I'm sick and tired of him being treated like they also ran at HMS. Hey, Mike, you said it best. Every time Junior's in the kitchen, Jimmy's in the kitchen, eating up all the points, taking all the trophies. Hell, we want some points. We want a trophy. I blame JJ. Hell yeah. Oh, God, that was awesome. Fourth, after all of that, fourth. I am so proud. That was wonderful. Um... You got fifth in the points. That's awesome. I think this is probably one of Dale's best years. That's great. Dale, yeah. I want to start by thanking all of the veterans for their service to our country. Last year, had a great season, bad chase. This year, had a mediocre season, great chase. Next year, it's going to be a great season, great chase. Looking forward to it. And uh, Mike and Taylor, roll tide. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Not again. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. I'm so freaking sick of Jimmy Johnson. He's Mr. Vanilla. Who likes vanilla anymore with so many flavors out there? Well, I tell you what. I just attended this race out here in Phoenix, Arizona. I've seen one 88 car and one driver and, and and the crew that worked extremely hard, and they overcome a lot of adversity to end up with a fourth-place finish. Dale Jr. is the man. Another just racking off top tens. It's kick-ass. Maybe, we'll, hopefully, we'll get a win at Homestead, but if not, 
we're going to win like six races next year if we keep running like this. I mean, this is just great. And it sucks that next week's last week, but, you know, Daytona will show up quick and we'll go get us a Daytona 500 championship. So you guys have a great week. And, uh, Dale, yeah. Man, we f***ing had to overcome lose nuts. We had a race around nuts. We skate through f***ing crashes. All the f***ing finished fourth. So you're just chasing that f***ing win like Hogue's chasing f***ing chicken jerky. TJ, wake up up there, man. When s*** not going right, don't get down. Get up. Let's go, guys. We got one more to do this. We've got to make it happen at Homestead. Let's go, 88 team. Hey, Stevie, say thanks to you, down 10 pounds. I want to tell you, I'm really proud how you guys race all spring through Texas, and I'm proud of how you race in the chase. But you're not a baseball manager. You think big picture too much. You got to race. You can't be happy just getting chased. You got to go for it. I was thinking, thanks to Davis, about the movie Friday. Here's what I feel like. We're in the kitchen, and we got a big-ass bowl of cereal. Well, we ain't got no milk, Stevie. We ain't got no wins. We ain't got no milk. Come on. Let's focus. Let's get us some W's. I want to race next year, 36 damn races from start to finish, each one with no one going line after win, not to make a damn chase to win a damn race. Hell yeah. So again, folks, Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free like it's 1983, 1-855-740-1902. Leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. You got one more shot next week. 1-855-740-1902. And don't forget that there are four flavors of Dale Jr. potato chips, crispy original, zesty jalapeno, Creole and green onion, and Carolina barbecue. Go to DaleJRFoods.com right now and get yours today. Stevie, throw the white flag. There you go, buddy, white flag. All right, well, it's a nice, easy week for Dale Jr. on the scheduling front. He'll do his regular competition meetings this week and then get ready for Homestead. One quick note for Dale, uh, from Dale's sponsors. Remember, we're looking for Dale's fastest fan. You can upload your video or get tagging instructions at the Goodies Headache Relief Shot Facebook page. Huge Martinsville Race Weekend package is up for grabs, and all you have to do is video yourself doing something fast. Here's your TV schedule for the Homestead Weekend. The Sprint Cup Series race is Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern and will be shown on ESPN. The Nationwide Series is the day before on Saturday. That race will start at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and also be televised on ESPN. And by the way, a very nice championship battle shaping up there between Sam Hornish and Austin Dillon. Now, Regan Smith sits in third place. He's uh, 50-some-odd points back, but he is the reigning race winner at Homestead. So, uh, also, be on the lookout for our final legitimate JRM 360 of the year this Thursday at jrmracing.com. Now, we'll do an outtakes episode next week, which, you know, Taylor, I don't mess up a whole lot. So, <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Yeah, yeah, no. Not many outtakes. Oh, yet. I'm sure. Yeah, you probably could do 10 of those. And you said final <laughs> legitimate JRM uh, of 360 of the year, right? Yeah. All right, you're going to keep this going? Moving forward? I think we uh, established that I really don't have a choice, right? (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) Dale Jr. says, the hell with that idea. (laughs) This will be back next year, as will Dirty Mo' Radio. We got one more to go on the Dale Jr. Download. Hope you're with us next week. For Dustin Lee and Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. 
This has been the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today is your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.